Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about a singular movie, which we'll introduce in a little bit. But first, it's that time again where you guys get to vote on what movie we talk about after Callus's pick. There's four new movies up. Well, not well. There's three new, uh, one new movie and three oldies up for your vote. And uh, if you want to vote, just go over to my Twitter at Yemi the Ferret, and it will be attached to the promotion for this episode. Uh, I'll probably retweet it too. Um, but the poll should be up the entire weekend, and then whatever movie wins, we talk about. And if there's a tie in the en- at the end of the day, the one that was winning the longest will be the one that's chosen. The movies you can vote on are Soylent Green, which was recommended by Chameleon, Hard Boiled, which was recommended by Antaskew, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, which was recommended by Player Two, and The Irishman, which was recommended by KG Productions. If you want to vote on any of those, or if you have a favorite in that vote, uh, in that in that group, just go ahead and vote in my on my Twitter account. Like I said, the poll is going to be up the entire weekend. All right, before we introduce the movie, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. I am Yemi the Ferret. Who am I here with? Greedy Waffle. Hey, Mation versus you guys. <laughs> and Kellis. Oh, man, I didn't think of anything for myself. For shame on all say, of you. I was going to say Greedy Pilgrim, but I was like, eh. <laughs> Not do it. You're Greedy Pilgrim. <laughs> greedy Pilgrim. Uh, Scott Kellis. Scott, Kellis Scott. <laughs> and Yemi is X number one through seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of cleaning up to do from last episode. Oh, yeah, we do, um, yeah. Of course, Tay wasn't here because he was on vacation in... Cancun. And how yeah. was it, Tay? It was wonderful. Um, it was my first time leaving, like, on a trip where I needed a passport. Like, I've been to, you know, parts of Canada and the first little area in Mexico back when you didn't need a passport, like Tijuana. But this was my first excursion out into the world. And it was great. It was nice. It was Mr. fun. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. It was fun. Ah, but more importantly, uh, do you have any uh, extra thoughts or things you want to add to last episode's conversation about Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. So, um, you you were very. I'm very thankful that you looked up most of what I you know I just said. Like there was a lot of fake stuff, so we actually looked it up. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, you did miss one though. Is how he met like when they formed the band, they were already roommates. They didn't meet oh, like uh, at some weird gig for another band or whatever. No, they were roommates already. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um but other than that, yeah. Um like I said, I felt like the movie was just made so they could play Queen music and make money, because of course Queen music's gonna make money. Um and it was an entertaining, if not you know, if, if fictional story um but yeah i agree the edits were just bad like i didn't even notice them because like i don't know i wasn't hadn't didn't have my full attention especially on that one scene when they're at the diner um but then my friend showed it to me later he's like you didn't notice this I was like oh my god i did not how did i not notice this this is awful yeah i think uh the rest of the guys said the same thing i was really the only one who really noticed it 
yeah. first watch. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it was bad. And I almost like was like, no, this has got to be like a fan edit to make it look worse than it really was. But then when you mentioned it, I was like, okay, nope, it, it was real. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Cause he, he, he mentioned it's like, it looked like a, you know, like a 12th grader who just learned how to use like a- Premiere was editing. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Look what yeah. I did, mom. Um, but yeah, other and that, like I said, good music. It was a it was a fun story. Like I said even though it was fictional, um, for the most part, and the the last you know the concert was great. The last concert, um, but yeah, I agreed with pretty much what you guys said. Where it, it should have been more about Queen and not just Freddie. Yeah, and if but, they're gonna do a movie about Freddie, uh, try and make it a little bit more accurate, huh? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That, that, what you said about the them being roommates pre-band, it's like, well, that kind of changes the whole context of everything. So, <laughs> yeah, you just, you just meet him randomly at a bar and sing to him, and they're like, "Okay, this guy's in." <laughs> oh man, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's my two cents on the the matter. All Very right, good. Then. Well, Tay, go ahead and keep on talking because you I'm recommended today's episode's movie. I sure did. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World came out in 2010, even though in my brain I was thinking 2009 for some reason. Um, 2010, uh, directed by Edgar Wright, um, features Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, or have you said Kieran Culkin, Chris Evans, Brie Larson, Aubrey Plaza, Brendan Roth, uh, something Schwartzman. Star Studded Cast. Yeah. Ellen Wong. There's a bunch. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, that's his name. Um, and the synopsis, you know, is Scott Pilgrim is a mediocre bassist <laughs> at best, um, and wants to date Ramona Flowers, but to do that, he has to fight off her seven evil exes. What is that man whore? That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> so funny you mentioned that. <laughs> In the comics, he really is. Yeah. Um, they, like, so the comics set up really good that he is a fighter, and he just, like, goes through women like crazy. Um, they did that a little bit in this movie, but, the, like, the the first fight you see, like, that was kind of the payoff of, like, oh, he's a fighter, by the way. And, it was, and I thought it worked. It was fun. Um, when Matthew Patel shows up with his mystic powers. Um, but, I mean, let's, have any of you read the comics? I'm guessing no. No. I, I played the game. Does that count? The game is... <laughs> The game, game follows, yeah. The game follows the the books a little better than the movie does. Naturally, of course. Um, yeah. So, oh, where do I start then? Um, so overall, I guess. Um, how do you guys actually? Okay. How do you guys like just how the movie begins? Like how we get kind of this little introduction to the characters, and then you know they play the credits while they're playing music what do you guys think of that cuz you don't see that a lot in modern movies nowadays where the credits run first okay i guess i'll go first <laughs> okay. i i actually really liked it um the entire movie is like very stylized and um they just like went full force over the top like all the special special effects and crazy visuals and i really do appreciate that and yeah like the intros are very appropriate for you know what kind of movie we got yeah, it sets it up quite nicely for um, what you're what to expect for the rest of the movie, and the the music the music's pretty good. You know, it's it's that ng indie you know kind of garage band type sound, and like you said, um, you know Scott's not the greatest bass player ever, as we learn later in the in the movie for sure. But um, 
I, th- I think it kind of it, it rocks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the format's good. I I really enjoyed it, and I do agree with you guys that it sets up like the mood or the theme for the whole movie. Yeah, agreed. Um, I just was wondering because I know like I watched this with my brother-in-law once, and he was just like, "Why were the credits before the movie? I hate that." <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> okay. So I was wondering since you guys are kind of his age, if how you felt. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. You know, I, yeah, I thought it was a good way to, to start it off. I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, kind of, no. kind of, um, kind of has like that uh, Saturday morning cartoon feel to it. You know. Yeah, well, I like that we, you know, we, like I said, it introduces the the four main characters, well, ish, <laughs> uh, right off the bat. You know, you get Scott, Kim, uh, Stephen, uh, Knives, Neil. and Neil, and. You know, you get the little eight, like facts about them, like the, which is straight from the the books. Like, you know, anytime a character is introduced, there's a little like nameplate for them. This is like, here they are, here's their thing. So like, Stevens the talent, Scott's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, Kim's the drummer. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that. Um, the whole movie is kind of like a comic book, you know, because uh, yeah, you know, like sometimes the words will appear on screen, like. And uh, the transitions also are are very comic book esque. You know, it it swipes to the side or or you know zooms out of like or zooms into like their room. You know, because like in a comic book you would see the door, then you would zoom into the room. It's like an establishing shot into the. Yeah, it was just really it was really fun to to watch. I agree. I really like the editing in this movie and just like how they did all those transitions and made it look seem like uh you know a comic book. Did a better job than say like the the first Hulk movie back in like '98 or whatever. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Try to fit that one. <laughs> Everyone does. It was it was a good like um, you know you you're just watching the movie and all of a sudden you know one of someone falls in the background and you see just like a thump like and it's actually on the like the movie and you're just like eh. that was kind of funny. It was yeah. just kind of like one of those. Yeah, it was a few, just... few of those. Yeah, this movie is like filled with so many like references and just things happening like all over the place. Like this movie is very rewatchable to where like if you see it a second or third time, you notice, oh, look at that in the background and just notice so many more things and everything just happens so fast and snappy. Yeah, it very much reminded me of um, Hot Fuzz. Yeah, uh, which came up before this one. So I'm wondering if Hot Fuzz was like the template that Edgar Wright used to, um, you know, based the comic book style of this movie on yeah i mean if you've watched a lot of edgar Wright movies they all kind of have that stylized um you know kind of comic booky but this obviously pushed it further since it was based on an actual comic but but even going back to like Shaun of the dead you see a lot of like quick fast cuts like montages um like you know someone's like oh i didn't go to the bathroom you just see a toilet flush and then like wash hands and then they're out the door or whatever. And I think those, yeah, we're all just kind of build ups to what we got in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love those transitions. Like you said, I mean, you were just saying about the, you know, bat, the toilet flush to wash hands. There's that one transition where, um, he washes his hands and then the door opens and he's like in that black nothingness space. And yeah. there, there's a lot of those really cool transitions like that where it'll just kind of go completely a different direction. There's also that whole section of the movie where he's thinking about um, Brie Larson. Uh, what's her name? R- Ramona. 
uh, he's thinking about Ramona and like the the editing is so nice because it's like you know he he's he's kind of like in and out of reality almost at the at that point you know it, it, you know they they start the song and um a second later he they're in they're or they're walking to the party you know yeah i i, very, I love very that very smooth transitions yeah, yeah i love that so much that whole section of the movie was just like so fluid it was it was very nice yeah no i i like like yeah, that whole scene where he like he's like uh, uh and then it's like cuts to like steven just suddenly they're yelling at him and then their next scene they're they're going to the party and he's like wait what's going on yeah <laughs> we're all as confused as he is and i thought they did a great job with that this way we and can I love... be like go ahead Ken. no i'm just gonna say i love how they they just paired so many like transitions and things happening with like a, a video game noises yeah, like you can you can notice noises from like Mario and Zelda games and all these other kinds of all these other video games too. Sound design was overall pretty pretty excellent. What were we gonna say, Greedy? I get uh, like heavy like Kick Ass vibes to this movie. Have you guys seen that movie? I think this came out before Kick Ass. I think it came out in the same year, but I'm not oh. sure if it came out before or after. Yeah, it's a it's a, it is a very similar style. You're right. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, it was probably like a 2010s thing. Everyone was trying to oh, copy Edgar, right? Yeah. <laughs> they both came out the same year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, obviously, we're coming off of two other movies that are very heavy <laughs> on music, and there were moments where they would zoom in on like the drums or the bass or the guitar, and you're like, "That's not what they're playing." <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys got annoyed by that or if you were just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I didn't really notice. Yeah, I didn't try to pay attention to it, honestly. Or distracted by everything else going on. Yeah. It's tough to ignore it when like they zoom in on the bass, and you know he's you know it, it even says on the screen he's playing a D and his hands are moving everywhere, and it's like <laughs> ah, I don't know if he's playing a D. Maybe he's playing the D string. I mean, I guess the only scene that would like pick that pick up on that is the scene where they're battling each other like but with the guitar the battle yeah yeah and i don't know i think the d comes from the comics just because that's what they use to represent the bass oh okay. versus um guitar so yeah, i think because i was like the, 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 he's he's changing notes it's not just a d what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah if i remember right yeah it's just something they use to represent bass not necessarily that he was just playing the d notes <laughs> I do like that his shirt is the symbol for the bass player in, in rock, rock band. band. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was just I was noticing that last night too. I was like, man, I kind of want that shirt. Yeah. Also I, I, a drummer one. I think I. I mean, I had a rock band shirt that had all four of them on the front. Yeah. I don't think I ever had one that was specifically a, a single instrument. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe they I made need to get the guitar one. Be, yeah, made it specifically for this movie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. They probably they probably found it at a store and like perfect and. <laughs> That was yeah. <laughs> Props to the prop design, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, this movie takes place in like a week. And it feels very rushed. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's just because I've read the books which actually take place over like 2 years. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so I don't know how do you guys feel about that cuz well, hold on. I thought it take took place a little bit longer because uh, Ramona said she changes her hair every week and a half, and we saw three different colors. So I figured it take it was like a three or four 
week span that everything happens. They, but I mean, you see her with the, you don't know how long she's had the pink or the purple right, at the yeah. beginning. And like, it sounds like she changed that within two days of meeting. Probably. And then there was probably some time between when she, you know, actually broke up with him to when he uh, went to the Chaos Theater. But still, that's like, yeah, two weeks, maybe. Hmm. So I don't know. Does that feel like to you guys that it feel like it was kind of rushed? You didn't get a good pay? Like you at the end where you're like, well, he should have ended up with knives or I mean, how did it make you feel, guys? As your therapist, I want to know. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say, I mean, the only part that really felt rushed to me was um, the ex-boyfriends who were twins. They oh, got yeah. like they got like no buildup. They had no story. They were just kind of there, and they got defeated in the battle of the bands, and then they moved directly yeah. on to the last ex boyfriend. Agreed. And I they just didn't I, I don't know. A word, did they? Yeah, they they didn't really yeah. say anything, and I mean it was it was a cool scene, but yeah, it was definitely a cool scene, but it did it did feel like it was missing a lot of stuff. And, and then also all every single other character who were exes kind of had like something secret in the background to find out, like you know. The guy who played the bass, like the, you saw the threes everywhere. Yeah. Like the Chris Evans character, you saw his movie poster and um And that two tattooed on his neck. Yep. And uh the first guy, you know, he sends he sends the email and you know, it's kind of mm -hmm. funny how uh you know, midway through the fight he's like, I sent you an email. He's like, I, I skimmed it, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's too bad that um what are they, five and six or whatever, six, seven? Yeah. Five and six. They five just six. like there was nothing. I was trying to look for things like for five and six, and I didn't see anything. Yeah, they're kind of just thrown in there, you know. Yeah, no, I've always kind of felt that they didn't get their their whatever. My brain's not working. Their they didn't get their dues. Yeah, it's like they just kind of were thrown in. And again, it was a cool scene. Like I like the dragon versus the the gorilla thing. <laughs> I thought that was cool. But we didn't even get like any backstory on them, did they? Like usually no. for every other ex, they did like a short backstory on like you know what happens when you know when they yeah. dated. But and it wasn't like that drawn comic style where Ramona's reminiscing about you know, oh I I, I dumped him and <laughs> yeah, but which yeah, those... those were all taken from the comic book. That's yeah. what I figured. Yeah, it does but... have the the comic book art style. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's weird that yeah the twins don't get it and like it almost is like. Why is he even fighting them when, like, they have pretty much broken up at this point? And he's like, and she like comes back like, "Here's your list." It's like, well, I mean, sounds like you guys are done already. Yeah. <laughs> so, which was weird. And in the in the books, they did break up for like a while, like six months, seven months, something like that. Um, again, you know, the book takes place over two years or something. Um, so, so they so, finally do get back together, and then he fights the twins. So how many like books are there exactly? I think there's seven. Yeah, I think each book is an X. I see. Makes sense. Yeah, well, except for the twins, you know, they they get a joint book. <laughs> but that. But then there, I think there's like I said that book in between that where he, they're broken up and stuff, and I think that's the one. Like you kind of get some of the titles of the books throughout the movie. Like Infinite Sadness is like it's Scott Pilgrim versus the Infinite Sadness is one of the books. Um, the world, yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is like the second book, and then like the last one, Scott Pilgrim versus everyone or something like that. I need to correct. I need to make a correction. I said that um, Ramona was Brie Larson. It's actually Mary yes. Elizabeth Winstead. It was. I uh, thought yes, get it correct. 
I thought you were maybe we were talking about Envy Adams, but uh, and I was like, whatever. That I'll let it slide. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty large sin. You know, Captain Marvel and Captain America both in this movie, and they're both just yeah. dickwads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Chris Evans as a jackass. No, I, 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 Chris Evans like was one of my favorite characters in, in this entire movie. Me yeah. too. All right, so everyone, who is your favorite X? Chris Evans. Yeah, Lucas. number two. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> three was I did good. Like, um, yeah, I did like three, but I would probably go with Chris Evans. Yeah, three was good. Four was good. The, the, both, uh, well, both a little too quick. The ending for three was um, like, why, why even drink that cup of coffee anyway, you know? <laughs> Uh, I liked I liked the uh, vegan police. I thought that was funny. Yes, <clears throat> that was a great touch. Yeah, and I think the cinematography when he punches the highlights out of Knives' hair is really yes. well done. That's funny. Would um, you say that scene is visceral? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't think. There was, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that. No. All right, just checking. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, even even number four uh, was kind of quick. I mean, I know she showed up yeah. earlier in the movie, but I mean, it was like a quick little jaunt with uh, with Ramona, and that was it. Yeah, I do like how Ramona grabbed uh, Scott's hands and feet and stuff and was moving him around because <laughs> he was like, "I can't hit a I can't hit a woman. They're soft. <laughs> <laughs> they are soft." Um, that was a cool scene. Yeah. I feel like another thing kind of rushed is Scott's character growth. Because you see him at the beginning, he's definitely just kind of a sleazeball. And he like kind of has his character growth in like a scene. He's like a jerk to suddenly, oh, okay. And it felt a little forced in my opinion, but like it didn't feel earned. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but. Yeah, I don't know if I would describe him as a sleazeball ball per se i mean i know it's well, kind of shade, he was dating shade. a high schooler yeah i mean and they gave him crap for that during the movie so they did they did you know it's not like they were promoting you know <laughs> that kind of yeah. thing um i think they um yeah i mean just like the 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 consistent like you know poking fun at him and stuff during the movie was 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 good enough for me um I you know it was it's a basic rebound type thing i guess you could say because he was dumped by someone that he obviously still was in love with even later yeah. in the movie it shows that agreed but i still feel like his his character growth was not really earned i mean a little bit but uh, i don't know it's the one thing that kind of always bugs me about this movie it just how is it not earned he defeated all the exes yeah. well the the character growth is him like you know accepting that yeah, he, he cheated on that... both of them and yeah, the power of self-respect and love. Yeah, I thought the scene was, uh, you know, it, it, it functioned for what it was. You know, he did yeah. earn, he thought he was earning the power of love, but that's not what he needed. He just needed the power of self-respect. And, you know, that's what got him through in the end. I thought, you know, I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah. And again, I don't know if this is because I've read the books and it's the character growth is much more gradual. 
Well, there's also only so much you can do in 112 minutes, you know. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. I, I think that. I think if they tried to go f- longer with his character growth, I think it would have made the movie feel a little bit bloated. Yeah. Um, because with how fast the editing is and how quick the pace is, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of reasonable to be like, oh, well, his character growth was super short because, well, the movie is also going at like 50 miles per hour. So. Yeah. That's true. And like I said, it's not like a huge criticism or anything I have. It's just a slight criticism where it's like, I wish, wish we'd just gotten a little more, like just 10 yeah. minutes longer so we can, you know, get more of the, the twins and a little bit of him and Ramona being like apart and not just like, we broke up. Oh, well, I'm going to go get her back. It's like, well, why are they already performing? What's going <laughs> But. But yeah, again, we don't see exactly how many days in between that is, but the movie almost makes it seem like it's like the same night or the next night. But again, I still... Well, yeah, know, then again, that's also how like, the whole movie was, you know, the, yeah. like when he was waiting for the Amazon package, you know, it was, it was a quick, you know, edit and then the package arrived, you know? Yeah. Well, no, the package and knives arrived. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of just bundled it all in with like, the snappy editing it it kind of forces the movie to go by quicker and not have those scenes of more character growth yeah yeah agree this is random but like i love that one scene where like near the middle of the movie where knives like knocks on the door looking for scott oh. and then you kind of see him in the background like jumping out the window mm-hmm. and then like grabbing his coat and then like yeah. running behind her I always love that scene. It's always a good scene. Yeah, his roommate put on a great performance. (laughs) I I think that he was one of my favorite characters in the movie just because, like, how nonchalant a lot of his lines were. And then, um, he was a great character. Yeah, that that part where he's, you know, in the doorway and he's like, "Ah, I think he went out. You know, you just, the line (laughs) delivery is great. It's just perfect. And that's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I believe he was in Signs as well. Oh, was he? I think I think Macaulay Culkin's brother. Maybe it was a different brother. I don't know how many brothers he has. Yeah, he's got like five five different brothers. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing Signs in here, so okay, think... and it wasn't him. He was in a movie called Wiener Dog. <laughs> oh, there you go. I haven't the seen him in anything. I'll say I haven't seen him in anything else since this movie, which makes me a little sad. Mm. <laughs> But I don't see a ton of movies either, so you know. <laughs> Cow's gonna recommend that movie now. <laughs> you know it. Are you um, gonna break the chain, Callus, of our our movie week or music week? <laughs> or music week. Music you'll, you'll have to wait and arc. see. Wait and see. Oh, are there arcs now? Okay. Well, it's an arc because I mean, Yemi started <laughs> it. It ends with you. True. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, another, guys... another thing Go I ahead. liked was um, it's really quick. Sorry, uh, the when the the boyfriends die, they turn into quarters, and I think yes. that like the like once again the editing there where they like it was actual change falling down too, you know like when the band's standing there and the the last ex boyfriend gets it. I mean it's <laughs> yeah. actual money you know falling on him. I mean it's Canadian quarters, but you know it was it's still a good touch. You know they they did really well with that, and yeah, also when he's hear... fighting the. Um, like the goons too. Like at the end of it all, their their bodies are laid out in coins. I know yeah. that was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I love how like when you you hear like all the quarters like hitting all the instruments and stuff and yeah, making all the different noises. Then they're trying to scoop it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. At that point, their contracts out the window, so it's like get, get it all, get all the money. There was a lot of money there. They probably made like two hundred bucks. Ooh. <laughs> or I like the you know when they're fighting and it says plus one hundred. You know. Yeah, that's true. Plus three fifty. <laughs> I don't know. There's so there's another thing I don't know if you guys noticed, but the fight against Gideon at the end when he pulls out his pixel sword, mm-hmm. uh, the wake of the sword, anything in the wake turns to pixels for a, like a second as it like swoops through the air. Yeah, that was so fast. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't notice. I noticed few, like when he was pulling watches. it out, I noticed. Yeah, <laughs> but it's throughout the whole fight, which I'm just nice. like, damn, how how'd they like that'd be so hard to <laughs> I feel like render or just. <laughs> crazy that's what i appreciate about this movie it's like we know everything about this movie is like super fake but they just lean into it so hard that it just becomes stylized and it just it's actually yeah. very cool and it works for it like yeah. when scott's thrown at a castle like <laughs> 100 miles or 100 feet away <laughs> um yeah no they did a good job with a lot of the just little touches like even if they're fighting like there's just little swirls of like lines you know that fade away as they're going as they're moving fast and just all these little things like details it's like uh, you guys made it look more like a comic and that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> so how many of you guys watched this movie back when it originally came out oh so many times yeah those I, I i believe i watched it in theaters when it originally came out and since since then i've probably seen it like four more times do you yeah, guys I, remember the boom of um, people who just had the hots for Ramona? <laughs> <laughs> that was a big um, thing in high school. Every girl wanted to be Ramona and every guy wanted to date Ramona. <laughs> I, mean, I don't yeah. think I ever experienced that. <laughs> but then again, I was also out of school by then. Yeah, I was out of high school, but I, I, you know, I still see you still see that occasionally just on like Twitter and stuff. People will cosplay as Ramona or something and they're just like, there they all are again. <laughs> All one Ramona. Yeah, it was such a unique time to be in school. Yeah. And no one no one ever gave love the knives. I mean, I understand that she was underage in the movie, but the the actress herself was was old enough. Yeah. Well and I, I appreciate the, the were, blue streaks. Yeah. The blue highlights. Yeah. There were a lot of people who I thought that Scott should have ended up ended up with knives. Um that's how I thought it was gonna end. Like I thought they were gonna end up together, but yeah. Yeah, that's exactly they had to how it was. Because they had to throw in the the happy ending, the uh, well, I think they filmed, correct ending. They filmed it both ways because the last book actually wasn't out yet, so they filmed it. So they didn't know the writers didn't know. So they filmed <laughs> it both ways, and then they just picked the way that the book ended. Oh, okay. And in, book, yeah. and in the book, it made more sense why he ended up with Ramona. Well, in this one, is like, oh, yeah, maybe it should have been knives, but again, underage, so. Yeah, you see, the one the one kind of like, I guess it's not really a criticism, but the critique I have is that he seemed to be happier with Knives. I mean, when they were doing like the ninja dance game and yeah. in the record shop, um, and then, you know, he, he's, he starts dating Ramona. It's like, even though he's happy, I mean, he has to fight all these people and the, the, the relationship goes sour pretty quickly. I it do is think true that, that um, she, she seems to match his geekiness. Yeah, so I, I do yeah. think that he probably should have ended up with knives in this movie version yeah. of the of the book. 
But at, at, the, at the end of the movie, she's 18, so it's not yeah, weird yeah. anymore, right? That's what I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a birthday th- like within the week, so she is 18 by the end. Yeah, and again, he's only 22. It's not a huge age difference. No, yeah. It's, but it's, it's still a little creepy and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they do a good job at like poking fun at and being, you know, being like, hey, that's kind of that's kind of weird, dude, you know? Yeah. So I think they do a good job of like not glorifying it, but, you know, kind of keeping it, you know, keep keeping the criticism hot on Scott until he breaks up with her. Yeah. Speaking of the girls, uh, did you guys like like the costumes? What do you guys think of like the dress designs and all that? Because you could tell like they were wearing wigs, which obviously, yeah, you know, they are. But it was just, I don't know, like Ramona's hair it just seemed off putting like throughout the movie. Yeah, I didn't, didn't bother me. Yeah, could have could have fooled me. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to that. But I did pay attention yeah. to like everyone's wardrobes and I do like everyone's outfits. Yeah, like uh, it, the thing that everyone was wearing at the final scene in the what's the club called? Chaos. Yeah, that like everyone had like really cool outfits. Yeah, the only wig that really stood out to me was Brie Larson's. Why is that? I don't know. Just, and it's weird because it's like her natural hair color, kind of, but it's like it was just bigger and longer than her hair was. So it, I don't know, it just kind of stood out more as a wig to me than any of the others. Yeah, I, I I can't fully say why <laughs> that one, but okay. it is. And it didn't bother me at first, I think, but like after seeing it a bunch of times, it's the only one that I'm like, yeah, that one just looks like a wig. And maybe it's just because I've seen more of Brie Larson now and I know what Brie Larson looks like. And it just stands out as very wiggy. Yeah, I will say the, the only one outfit that I didn't like was number three's outfit, and it was just way too on the nose with a giant three on it. <laughs> yeah. That is comic book accurate, though. Well, hey. I, I just, I don't know, I felt like Ramona's just hair was weird, and it changed like five times throughout the movie. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point. I like, I still love the scene where he holds up the picture of just like a squiggle, and the guy's like, ah, it's Ramona Flower. Uh, yeah, that was, that was the good touch. <laughs> um, and like, yeah. the, like that also, the scene where he's like around the party, like just asking everyone, just like, Zooming in front of them and just asking them questions. <laughs> yeah, My- Michael Sarah was the perfect pick for the kind of character that was being portrayed. Even though, I mean, he kind of plays like the same-ish kind of character in most of his movies, but yeah, I, I mean, this one is like a born for role, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I especially like the uh, I like the ending where he's like talking to his evil quote unquote version of himself. <laughs> Yes. And oh yeah. <laughs> they, he's just walking out like, "All right, I'll see you. See you Tuesday." You know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's a super nice guy. <laughs> but speaking of Michael Sarah, um, another thing I wanted to talk about uh, is the choreography and the fight scenes. What do you guys think of like the martial arts and stuff? Like, was that actually Michael Sarah doing all those? Moves? No, no. If you look closely, most of the time you can tell it's a stunt double in a wig. <laughs> I know what Callus yeah. wants us to say. I know what Callus wants us to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, not as good as something that Jackie Chan would do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. But I no, I still enjoyed all the fight scenes, and I thought they yeah, did I a good they, job. The choreography was, uh, you know, worked out pretty good. You know, when not 
when they're doing like uh, floating, floaty, you know, wire things. But when they're actually just on the ground and doing, you know, yeah. the kung fu moves, I, I thought that was uh, really cool. And also, I like the use of weapons. Mm-hmm. Also, very cool. The one weapon that kind of bugged me the most was um, Roxy's belt. It just most times seemed too CGI, like animated, like uh, you know, not following physics. Oh, like it was cool. No, it it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, but I just feel like it didn't age as well as it. It because it looked. I think it looked better if, originally, but now it's just like I think they've done better stuff, so it does. It just stands out as weird. <laughs> Well, I really liked it because, you know, I'm yeah. partial to whips. Yeah. Because no, I'm a again, Castlevania fan, not because of anything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, I think it's a cool weapon. I like that it's her belt, and, it, you know, I think that's all cool. It just didn't seem to be the most, behave the most realistically in physics. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think was kind of the point. She's a ninja. She breaks physics. That's what ninjas do. Yeah, I like her, the way she moves, like, as a shadow form. Yeah. And I like Ramona's big hammer. That's also cool. Big hammer. Well, anything anything else you guys want to talk about or go over? No, I think uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. Me as well. So, Callus, what do you got for us? Yeah, that's it, Callus. Me, <laughs> you were the one who said you didn't. You weren't done. Oh no, I'm done. I'm good. Oh, okay, <laughs> we can we can move on to the final thoughts. All right. Uh, All right. So my final thoughts. I guess I'll go. My pick, right? That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how Perfect. we do. All right. Uh, so my final thoughts. Obviously, I'm a big fan of this movie. Like, I even pulled out my DVD of it because I wasn't going to rent it <laughs> or watch it with commercials through IMDb. So. Obviously, I love this movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. I saw it like three or four times in theaters, then several times since it's come out. Um, you know, read the books and everything. It's it's a fun, it's a fun movie. I think they did a really good job of adapting it from the books. Obviously, sped you know sped it up a little bit, missed a little some of the character development, but that's okay. Acting I thought was good. The choreography was good. The music was good. Um, overall. I'll give it, I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5. Cool. All right. I'll I'm meant to ask you guys before you go next, Yemi. No, actually, I you can go next could, now uh, since you're talking. Yeah, because I figured we could just go in order, like, in the order that we should go, like, you know, Yemi, Greedy, Tay, me. So, you know, if uh, Greedy goes first, then, then I'm next. Tay goes next, and then me, you know, et cetera. Sure, that's we can do that. You know, I think that's originally how I designed it to go, and uh, it kind of just ended up being the <laughs> first movie, I... movie, and then me next. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's how it was in the beginning, and then something happened. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's go back to that. Callus, go ahead and uh, do your do your thing. Sure thing. So, Scott Pilgrim, uh, I've seen this movie many times, and I've always very much enjoyed, you know, being that I'm a huge video game fan and this game is like so centered around video games, you know, I really love that part. But just also the the star-studded cast is great, like all the acting is is great. It everything just puts everything everyone seems like they're having so much fun with the movie and it shows like it's like a very fun action packed uh the 
comedy is great. The music is is great. Like, you know, I just I just get like very into it every time I watch this. Um, but I would have to give it a four point five out of five. All right, greedy, you're up. No, you're up. No, you're up. Oh, you're right. <laughs> See Sorry. me next time. Sorry, guys. You're not the order. I'm running. I'm running on. <laughs> I'm running on fumes right now. I went to bed at four thirty last night. Oh wow. Um, Elden Ring. Well, I couldn't sleep, so yes, I did play Elden oh. Ring. But okay, <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, I I enjoy the movie. I think the editing is the best part of it. Uh, the snappy editing and how quick and clean the movie goes. And there's a lot of there's a lot of memorable scenes, quotable lines, just funny moments um, that have me laughing. Um, I I do I I think I have a similar criticism as as Tay's where it's like I do wish they had focused a little bit more on a few characters or a few moments, and maybe extended out more of, you know what what was going on you know between the this the the the, the dragon twins I'll call them, um, because that was just like it was just kind of there and gone and it didn't really matter in the long run, um, so I was wish there was a little bit more there, um, but uh, for the most part really enjoyable movie had a lot of fun with it. Great soundtrack, music was great, editing was was great, acting was good, and um, Chris Evans, uh, call me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to give it a 4.5 as well. All right. Yeah, I agree with mostly what everyone uh, has said so far. I do love the action-packed movie, and I loved like the video game theme of it. Uh, the, the fact that he was going for a 17-year-old was a little off-putting, but that changes at the end, I guess. I mean, it doesn't you know, really make it better, but it was just like a little off-putting. Uh, Ramona, Ramona's hair it just seemed off for me, too. But, you no, know, it's still a great movie. Still love the acting. Still love, you know, the scenes and, like, the the pop-up comments, like, on the, on the screen. Got me laughing a lot, and uh, the movie uh, made me laugh a lot as well. Um, but I, other than that, I have nothing else to add to what you guys have said. I mostly agree with everything. I'm going to give it a 4.0 out of 5. Ah, the odd one out. Is it me this time around? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Callus, drum roll, please. All right, would you guys rather watch Fast Five or Furious Six? Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is a really long running joke, and um, I'm going to be honest, Callus, not funny anymore. <laughs> that is to me, still. Don't worry, in a few months it will be funny again. <laughs> yeah, and if I keep doing it, it'll, it'll become funny again. All right, so you guys know I love martial arts. Mm-hmm. The first movie I recommended, I believe, was a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. And I need to go back to martial arts, but unfortunately, this time it's not going to be, I'm not going back to Jackie Chan. Instead, I'm going towards a Jackie Chan wannabe, Jet Li. <laughs> so the movie I'm recommending is Unleashed, released in 2005. It is not music-based per se, but it does include Morgan Freeman in it, which is a piano fixer man. What do you call those? That repairman? That job? Uh, piano repairman, I guess. Piano, viewer, piano, I don't know. And like also his daughter in the movie is a pianist. So there you go. Piano players. All right, I'll, I'll let it slide. It works. Fits into our music arc. Barely. Also, yeah. Also stars the legendary Bob Hoskins. I like Bob Hoskins. Yep. And the synopsis goes, A man enslaved by the mob since childhood and raised into behaving like a human attack dog escapes his oh, captors yeah. and attempts to start a new life. 
I remember this movie. I don't think I, I think I've seen parts of it, but not all of it. Interestingly uh, enough, this is already on my watch list. So, oh, awesome! There yeah. you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. No one else has seen it. I know. I have not. I'm excited cool. to, to finally see it. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it myself, so I'm very excited. All right, cool. Well, if you, the listener, don't want to be spoiled, or if you want to join the conversation for Unleashed from 2005, make sure you watch it before the next episode airs in two weeks. You can find it on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, etc. And don't forget to vote in the fan vote. That's right. I'll quickly go over the movies again. We got Soylent Green, Hard Boiled, The Good, The Bad, The Weird, and The Irishman for your voting pleasure. All right. Anyone else have anything they want to say before we end the uh, podcast? Check your chest the best. <laughs> Don't forget to wash your ass. <laughs> All righty. Well, I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with... Grady Pilgrim. Amation versus the world. Or you guys. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> and Scott Kellis. <laughs> and we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. 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 Bye